obviously I want to be the best rider in the world, so I got to compete against the best rider in the world. To be the number one guy right now is something we have all had to earn, and, and you know, we don't get hired to go get fifth or sixth or fourth, let alone second. I mean, we, we're hired to win. It's crunch time for me, you know. I got the second place last year, you know, so there's only one spot left, and that's the championship. Oh, I don't think there's any words on how bad I want this title. It's a passion, you know, and I think there's something still deep inside of me that wants to push. When it comes out in the race, and you better believe I'll be ready to go. the depth of field. That's the way this season is breaking down. One of the deepest fields we've ever seen. You tell me this championship is going to be competitive. Will you risk everything? Will you leave it all on the track? The quest to be Monster Energy Supercross champion is about to begin. The gate drop to kick it all off happens right Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Moto Limited Podcast. Here is your host, Trent Ma. What is up, guys, and welcome to episode number five of the Moto Limited Podcast. I'm back and getting my own chance of doing this. Nick has done the first four, and I finally get to step up and do my first one and it's a pretty special guest i get to do it with as well uh the newly signed phoenix honda racing rider the number 37 of cody shaw cody what's happening dude we're just here enjoying this lovely friday um casually thinking about what in the world i want for dinner <laughs> uh, i'm like a, i'm like a girl when it comes to it i'm like ah do i want this or do i want that because it, it it's a whole thing. It's it literally a, is a whole thing. It's a whole thing. What's uh what is the go to then for you? What what do you like? Favorite foods? Honestly, uh, pasta. Pasta. Like, yeah, I could I could just go down for some spaghetti right now. Oh, I can, honestly, I can, keep yeah, it basic. I can, keep it basic. Yeah, go faster, yeah. eat pasta. That's what they say. Isn't yeah. It? Uh, I, 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 that's new to me, but I like that. <laughs> that's what Caroli said. He had as a butt patch. He used to eat pasta all the time, the Italian writer. So, uh, very, yeah, no, I, w- I would get around spaghetti any day of the week. That's uh, that's a good. Um, hey, um, I actually, I had spaghetti for lunch on Tuesday <laughs> after Supercross. After. And I, I took a two-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I rode, I rode all morning. Got, got spaghetti for lunch and I was like I'm gonna take like a you know a power nap and no uh, I was knocked out for two hours I woke up and it was like five o'clock I was like well my day's done <laughs> <laughs> but were you like when you woke up were you like like rested I'm like I'm ready to take on the world again yeah was, no it was more like droggy I was just like ah. <laughs> Uh, I gotta, I gotta get up. I gotta be stop being a lazy piece of you know. I was uh, like, we gotta get moving. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, you probably did a big day at the test track. What was that day? Do sprints or longer motos? What was the the? Yeah, day it was. It was like ten minute warm up, and then I had I was like three two lap sprints, two three lap sprints, a ten minute, and then a fifteen minute plus one. And my breaks aren't very long in between. Yeah, because we try to always knock it out. Yeah, but what? yeah, no, that's it's kind of normal. Where was that at? Uh, Fox. At Fox, yeah. Nice. Yeah. They you- just they just built a new Supercross track there. It's pretty good. Is it pretty good? We heard a few people saying it was kind of peaky to start, but it must be starting to get ridden in now. Yeah, I mean. That's how all the Supercross tracks are. They're really peaky at first, yeah. which is good because it's realistic. But it was just one of those things where the soil there is kind of different where you, when you go to build a track, um, especially at Fox, there's a lot of rocks. Yeah. And the rocks were starting to come up through the opening day. Yeah, but after the opening day, like the track's been so good. Has so it has it been break, breaking down though and getting rough, or is it kind of a bit smoother than um, what you normally find? No, it's it's definitely breaking down. Like they, unlike all the other public tracks, they actually have a dragon's back. 
Oh. And the it's like a, a it's like four levels to it. Yep. So when you get to in between the third and fourth, a lot of guys like to jump yep. off of that. And it kind of screws up if you want to go skim because it gets like holes. Yeah, it gets a cut so in the top. It, yeah, and just the way that the soil breaks down at Fox, it can kind of get pretty hairy. Yeah. But, I mean, it's definitely good practice. So um, it reminds me a lot of East Coast, which is nice because that's what I'm racing on. Yep. So it keeps you on your toes the entire day. Yeah, so you're 250 class racing East Coast this year. Um, yeah. How's the, you know, how's preseason going? How are you feeling on the, I mean, new team for you as well, which is uh, a bit of a change up, but uh, same brand of motorcycle. So still feel like big improvements from last year to this year or still building? Yeah, no, we're definitely still building. Um, so the difference between like this year and last year is uh right now we're on the 22 model and yep. there's not many parts available for that motorcycle mm. so coming into last year we had a fully mod bike like yeah, it yeah. was here's here's a great spec to bit like build off of and then fine-tune it for, for as you go where right now i'm on a bone stock bike yeah and i just have ends of suspension on it uh odi bars and then uh, w wheels and pearly tires like that those are my mods oh pearly tires <laughs> yeah what do, what do you think of the pearly tires this is a random just sidebar but i mean obviously in the u.s everyone is dunlop you know spec tires or dunlop tires what do you feel about the pirelli tire and, and their use of that on supercross uh it's uh it was definitely different yep. at first yep because every tire has their pros and cons mm -hmm. where I feel like Pirelli definitely excels is the flex of the tire yep. um, itself. Uh, I feel like you use more of the whole tire than just like the center knobs. Yeah. Um, but like it's hard because with the Dunlops, they track so good. Yeah. But with Pirelli, they track so good too. It's just a different feel and it's yes. hard to describe, but you you kind of know what the bike's gonna do beforehand. There's no surprise. Yeah. Um, and what's crazy is you can adjust like tire pressure on other you know brands of tires, and you don't really feel any difference. Yeah. But with Pirelli, they're so uh, sensitive. Yes. To the tire pressure. Yeah. So if it's like oh like this, this track's a little bit softer, you can actually go a half pound, and it's a completely different tire. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can and, agree with that because we, like, over here, I use Pirelli and have done for ages and, yeah, everyone's like, ask the difference and I'm like, that was one of the things. Like, if you go, like, half a pound different, you can tell, like, that you're half a pound different in air pressure and crazy how a tire can be that sensitive but that's kind of one of the characteristics. Yeah, uh, I actually had uh, – uh, Pirelli actually came out to California yeah, and uh, I tested with them for a day and they, they gave me, um, obviously it was a test. They didn't tell me what it was. Yeah. They're like, Hey, here's a new tire. I'm like, ah, sucks when you can't ask questions, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. So they put it on and we did the same tire pressure as the tire that I've been running all year. And I was like, I mean, it's good, but it's not better. Yeah. And I was like, it's, honestly, it feels worse. And he was like, okay. And then we kept swapping back and forth. And the final test, he was like, look, I'm going to go down on tire pressure and let's see what it does. I was like, fair enough. Yeah. And he kept going down and I'm not going to give you the number that we were at, yeah. but we got to a certain pressure and I was, I shaved off a half a second Jeez. off my lap time that day, just from that change yeah and i was like wow like it, the motorcycle felt like uh to the point where i didn't want to get off the bike i was having so much fun nice because you know when you have that feeling of like this feels amazing yeah that just like that level of excitement i had that and i was like man this is sick <laughs> and then they're like well you want the good news or bad news i was like i want the good news and they're like you'll we'll most likely be racing on this 
And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. So like it's com- coming out to the pop uh, to the public because that's what their tires are. Yeah. Every tire that they sell is to the public. There's no like spec tire for them. Yeah, hundred percent. And I was like, awesome. I was like, what's the bad news? And they're like, you won't get it to your race. So this tire, when you wear it out, you have to go back to the other tire. Oh, I'm like, no. oh. Oh. I'm like, ah, hate to see it. Yeah. Hate to see it. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. That sucks. What do you like? I mean, obviously they have the different compounds. Do you know what compound it was? Like midsoft, different pattern or uh, so I I have always preferred a midsoft front yes. and a mid hard rear. Perfect, yeah. That is that's me. I know a lot of people like mid soft rears, but I feel since I'm not such a rear steer guy, yep. when I when I when I want that thing to plant, I want the plant. So I need that like extra stiffness yep. in that carcass for when I want to really put weight into it. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's just me. Every rider is different. Yeah, for sure. I I can go with that. I mean, I could talk about tires all day. I love I love talking tires oh, yeah. and different stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty much the same. Mid hard, yeah. mid hard rear, mid soft front, and change. We have some pretty hard tracks over here, so I go to the mid hard front after time because it's trying to get <laughs> trying to get a soft to stay together on some of the hard stuff we have doesn't exist. But well, like when it when it comes to uh, the bike this year, yes, it's stock. Yeah, but the chassis is so much better. Yeah, so how so how the is the twenty two from the twenty one? So the Lawrence brothers described it that it's very different. Yeah, and I I can agree, but I also ran the twenty one four fifty all outdoor season, so I had I had a better understanding of what the bike felt like. Yes. Yeah. Um, coming into Supercross, and when I hopped on the 250, I was like, "This feels like home because yeah. I just got off this chassis. It's just a little bit lighter, but it's a sim- the same chassis, yeah. and the bike is very balanced." Yeah. Cool. Uh, compared to the 21 yeah. um, 250, it's just there's not so much weight in the front, yeah. and the bike's actually really good in the whoops. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, that's good. That's good to hear because uh, you know they, they have been known to yeah be heavy up front and and not be so you know settled and planted in the whoops. So it's good for you guys to have yeah. that. What's the transition been like? You know, you spoke about riding four fifties all year and uh, on outdoors. And I mean, I don't know if it was a breakout for you, but you definitely I feel put yourself further up on the map and got a lot more attention from your ride this year and outdoors. Um, but what's it been like now having to go from there back to the 250 for Supercross again? And um, did you have to relearn the motorcycle or anything like that? Did you do some outdoors before you started Supercross? What was sort of the transition back to there? To be honest, I kind of just went in full swing. Yeah. Um, I... I don't know. I just... I, I truly do love riding dirt bikes and i can adapt very easily um because growing up i never was just like on one size there's there's a point in my amateur career where i would race a super mini and a 252 stroke the same day (laughs) so there so like for me to adapt it only takes like a few turns yes and i so we finished outdoors and I flew home, and I immediately started riding my Honda 125 that I built back in 2016. Yeah. And then I hopped back on uh, a stock Honda 450 when I flew back out to California. Yep. Uh, and then we finally got the Honda 250 Cayman. Yes. And I went straight to Supercross. Yeah, cool. And it was, I mean, yes, everything is a learning curve. Yeah. I definitely had to learn. I took it very slow and I didn't rush anything. But within the, after the first session, I was like, okay, yeah, I already know the bike. Yeah, you're back. Um, But what was nice is it didn't feel so different. It was just, I knew that it was lighter and it was a little slower. Yep. But it felt similar because of the chassis. So I think that's what 
really helped uh, transitioning from outdoors back to Supercross this year. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. We'll do that. Talking about that 252 stroke, I mean, uh, you know, in in doing some research for today, that thing looks sick. And the video of you riding it up the street, the sound of those those Honda 252 strokes are so good. Yeah, no, it's uh, so I when I came back to California after my quick visit home, yeah, um, Carson, my teammate, well, my teammate at the time, Mumford, yes, yep, he, him and I are like brothers, and I was like, dude, I can't find any vintage like Honda 250, and he was like, and I was like, nobody will answer me, <laughs> and he was like, well, I'll give you the buddy deal and I'll sell you mine for this price, and I was like all right, whatever, I'll I'll do it. (laughs) So, and like, we literally, we went, I think we, we literally went out for uh, breakfast. Yeah. And we discussed this at breakfast. I drove straight to his house and I just got the bike and I Venmoed him and that's how it went. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, the, the very next day I rode the bike. I, I didn't get fuel or oil the night before I did it the day of, I rode the bike and the suspension was from O2. So it was very soft, but I just wanted to ride. And I was like, this thing is so cool. (laughs) And I rode it for two days. Uh, I framed it and I tumbled all the bolts and I had the motor, uh, vapor honed along with all my brakes. And I, I rebuilt, the entire bike besides the bottom end of the motor because I was still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, it took like a month and a half to kind of get everything, uh, done. Yeah. Cause I was in no rush yeah. and I didn't, I didn't want to rush anybody that was helping me out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I built it and I finished it Thanksgiving night and then I rode it the next day at Elsinore for two laps and I was like, okay, we're ready. And I took it straight to Glen Helen for Dana Dirt, and I hammered out motos on that thing, and I had zero issues. Oh, and I was smiling oh, the yeah. whole time. It was so cool going up those hills wide open, just hitting that, you know, those holes yep. and getting that wheel chatter, just yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> like it was the coolest thing. I was like, this is so cool. And then What's funny about the two-stroke also is uh, yesterday we were at, uh, riding Supercross at State Fair, and A-Ray brought his two-stroke yes. just to ride for fun. Yeah, And he was like, hey, like, is it running too lean? I'm like, I don't know. Let me ride it. And he was like, okay. So I took it out on the Supercross track, and I just <laughs> rode it up. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't ride the track. I literally oh, rode God. the start straight. And I was like, yeah, I think it could be a little richer. And I was like, hold up. So I turn around and like their whoops there are kind of, they're on the mellow side right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I've always wanted to hear what a two stroke would sound like (laughs) in whoops. So I was like, I just, I I don't even know what his sag or anything was that. I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to hit these whoops. So I come in and I was yeah, all the way through. And I was like, this is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And like people were looking at me like, why are you riding a two stroke on Supercross? I parked the bike hop on my 250f and then i bust out a 15 minute plus one like that's when i say like i'm able to adapt it's just i i have so much fun riding that that stuff just comes so easy to me yeah it's it's so much fun yeah dude that just looking at i said the pictures and everything from dan to dirt and yeah there's one on instagram you just have this massive grin on your face like you're just oh yeah (laughs) those um those events are cool and breaking out those old two strokes in them are, are so much fun yeah no it's uh my whole build during the two stroke was my motto was respect the o2 yes i didn't want to go crazy yeah i just it's a 2002 respect that era and uh yeah just send it send it that's the that's it so as you've alluded to a couple times here and i'm always interested in this like growing up you rode such varied bikes um, and you're from the northeast part of the country, Delaware, isn't it, where you're originally Mm -hmm. from? Um, Like you just rode pretty much anything you could get your hands on and whenever you could because it gets quite cold and and pretty miserable up that way too, doesn't it? 
Yeah, no, we would ride when we could. Yeah. There was times where there was still ice on the ground, and we were hoping that it was going to warm up enough that day that it would melt while we were riding. Yes, yeah. So does that yeah. does that give you like you know now that you're in a position where you are, do you still have that fire inside of you? Like, I just want to ride as much as I can in case it it snows or it's or it's icy or whatever. Like, do you still have that built into you where you just want to be on a bike um, as much as you can? I wouldn't necessarily say I still have that built in me like yep. that 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 fire's kind of gone. Yep. But I will say it comes to me when I'm just driving to the track. Yes. Because California has a lot of pretty like scenery. Yes. Yep. And I kind of always reflect on my way on my way to and from the track on what I'm doing yes. with life. Um I I yeah, I'm a. I tend to reflect a lot. Yeah. And when I reflect for myself, it just makes me appreciate it that much more. And you kind of just go into that day or that night with a clear mind. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I've. I've taken it. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, that's a great way to be, and and you know, as I said, driving along and thinking about it. And, and as I said, you've, you've earned your way into this position too, you know, like you were privateer life in it and, and trying to get your name out there and, and you've, you know, ground out this path for yourself now to where you, you know, you can drive along and be pretty thankful for the position that you're, you're now in and you can continue to build on that as well. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to say it, it's, it's not going to get any easier. Yeah. Um, if anything, it's going to get harder, but I feel that I've established a base that I can say, okay, I can build off this now. Yep. And it's nice to know that I have a base I can build off of. And that base is pretty, pretty high up there. Yep. If, if you know what I'm, what I'm trying to say, like yep. it's, uh, we, dug so deep this year yeah um trying to just learn and just focus on myself and do things the right way and not rush it and um tony still to this day like him and i still just kind of reflect and we keep doing what we've been doing yeah because although tony isn't my isn't wrenching for me anymore yeah or like working for me, we still come home at night and we just talk about the day and just, just talking about it with him helps me out so much, whether he realizes it or not, because when I'm out there on the track, I'm Tony's always in my ear. Yeah. Like I just, if I make a mistake, I automatically know what he would tell me. Yeah. So I, I fix, I fix it. Yeah. Um, so that's just how much of an impact he's put on me. And he's helped create that base and it feels good to be where I'm at, but there's so much more that I know I can and will be able to offer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was going to touch on Tony. Um, You know, you guys, you, you know, relate a lot of your, as you said, your success this year to what he's been able to help you with and wrenching for you throughout the year and um, those sorts of things. Did you try and get him over to the team or did he just, you know, I know he's just had a, a baby not too long ago. Did, was mm-hmm. he kind of like, I want to stay home a little bit or um, what was the sort of go with that? Because as I said, you've attributed a lot of your success this year to him being in your corner. No, he, um, he wanted to work for me. Yep. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Yep. Um, like, if the team that the FXR Sheprel team, if that would have been kept going, yep. Uh, nothing would have changed. Yep. But since that closed and he needed a job, he obviously PC was like, that's huge to work there. That's right. He went to PC. And, I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's Fortner's guy now, yes. which is incredible for yeah. both of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm stoked for both of them because I know they're going to do so well together. Yeah. Um, it was more so like, I don't know how much you paid attention, but usually every year it's easier for riders to find teams rather than mechanics. Yes. Yep. And this year, I don't know what happened, but it was like a tornado went 
Oh yeah. And it, it literally was throwing people everywhere. Like, as in mechanics. Yeah. And riders were just kind of staying put. Like nobody's really changed rider wise. Yep. Um, but mechanic wise, it was like people were going everywhere and it was hard to find a job as a rider. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we're, uh, you know, buddies uh, with, Ollie Stone. Um, and mm-hmm. Nick, Nick talks to Ollie like every day. Uh, and he was the same. Like he was kind of filling us in on what was happening. And like, yeah, it was the the silly season this year was more about mechanics and team personnel than it was about riders. Like w- what mechanics going where and, you know, what team managers moving where. And it was like, it was crazy just the amount of silly season stuff we had with the, the team personnel rather than riders. Yeah, because the mechanics knew where they were going, yeah. like immediately. Yeah. Where riders, they were like, uh, "Yeah, I'm still waiting to hear," yeah. or "I don't know what to do." Like, yeah. it, there was so much going on, and Tony going to PC, there was security. Yes, yeah. And Tony needed that because obviously, um, his girlfriend and him now have a kid, yep. and you need to be able to go to sleep at night saying. I'm going to have a job tomorrow. Yes. Yep. So, um, it's good for him. Nice. I'm stoked. He's loving it. Um, him and Austin work very well together. And I, I'll tell you what right now, Austin's going very fast. Yes. We've, uh, yeah, we've been, there's been a bit of flying at the test track hype around Austin Faulkner. We get that every year. So it's good to see him back. And I mean, you, you can answer this or you can not, but do you think Tony will help? you know, obviously the issues that Austin's been having over the years with injuries and stuff. Do you think Tony's a good guy to have in his corner that can kind of help him through some of that stuff? A hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's, I mean, as, as we've seen Faulkner, he has the speed and the talent. It's just trying to put it together. And it, I mean, it'll be cool for Tony if he's the guy, you know, as much as we love Ollie and, and it's not, nothing against Ollie, but it'd be cool to see, um, you know, for Tony's career, him sort of help Faulkner take that step in, clinch that championship yeah. I think we've been waiting for and i guess for you it'd be cool to sit back and be like yeah man good job <laughs> yeah no absolutely and um you know how it is sometimes you get burnt out yeah. and sometimes you need a change yeah and maybe the the change with ollie and austin will be for a good thing yes for both of them yeah. you know I mean, look where Ollie landed. That's huge. Yeah, big. That is huge. Yeah. And then look at where Tony landed. That's huge. Yeah. And I feel both of them will be very successful. Yep. And yeah, I mean, time will tell, but it's, I feel like a lot of people made made gains making change. Yes. Yep. For sure. For sure they do. Uh, one, one of the other, one of your other buddies I want to talk about uh, is Connor Olsen. We've had Connor on and, and yeah. Nick, Nick talks to Connor all the time as well. Uh, and he, and we, we got to thank him for hooking this up with you uh, to sit and do this. But uh, your guy's relationship and your guy, you know, doing the, the questions with Connor and Cody, like that sort of stuff. Like just describe the relationship between yourself and Connor that that's like he's just an older brother to me like that is just one of my best friends um yeah so when i first moved to california i i lived with him yeah yep and uh kenny day and connor and i we just clicked it off yeah and we were literally just two peas in a pod that was us and it was just whoever's dumb and dumber and it was (laughs) It, it's great still to this day it's like we we talk to each other and sometimes we're talking in accents and we don't even know what we're talking about but it's so funny and like i was on the phone with him today he calls me every time that he sits in traffic and i call him when i sit in traffic yeah and and i don't know it's just one of those relationships where you can just call somebody and just get a laugh out you know yeah. sometimes you just need that and i mean him and i we're we're going golfing tomorrow and uh yeah we're just gonna play like 
I mean, I don't know if I can say this on here, but <laughs> you seen on TikTok a game of whack fuck, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be whacking some balls. And- <laughs> It's either saying hell yeah or oh what the hell <laughs> yeah now you you can you can cuss on here it's fine you, you obviously haven't listened to Connors he was uh, saying a word that we use down here in Australia a lot <laughs> I wanted to test it oh, out I, I, trust me I could only imagine if, <laughs> if you give Connor a green light he takes full advantage I love uh, we yeah we love it down here we're loose down here in Australia but uh, nah yeah. you 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 guys are playing uh, a bit of golf again today you said that you were on out on the on the course mm-hmm. Who, who's better between you and connor you can be honest now he won't listen to this. <laughs> listen listen i'm gonna be real it's it's connor but okay. but when i say it's connor it's sometimes by either one stroke or maybe five so <laughs> so the old old shock rocket we're not far off all right <laughs> wait olsen he might be a giant but he ain't got that much on me. <laughs> He's got those long hours for leverage. Oh, yeah. It's not even fair, dude. <laughs> I, um, I love it. He, he, I love it. We we go to tee off. He tries it. He's always like, hey, keep your head down. Or, hey, keep your feet straight. Or, hey, loosen the hips. And then he goes out, and I'm like saying the same exact thing to him. And I'm like, why are you going to coach me when I'm coaching you too? <laughs> <laughs> coaching each other, blind leading the blind. <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. Just trying to be super Literally. coach. <laughs> Literally. We're just, we just always talk crap to each to one another it's great it's good and and sort of when you guys are chatting in in the traffic when he's sitting in traffic where you are you're not talking about moto at all it's literally just life stuff isn't it no literally nothing's about moto yes <laughs> nothing so it helps you take your mind off the day where he just rings you and starts talking absolute rubbish and then you're sitting there going cool i'm not thinking about what i you know what i've gone through today we just talk about anything yeah else. sometimes Sometimes I'll be literally sitting in traffic. I get a Snapchat notification, and it's him literally pooping on the toilet with a with a filter on. And I just like, are you kidding me? And he's like, felt like I, I could brain up your day. I'm like, Jesus. And same thing with him. Like we, it's it's, it's we always get scared for each other's birthdays oh, because really? that's when that's when the photos come out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he he's a funny dude and he's a really good dude and I just I'm happy that he's in my life. He's just a he's just one of those guys that you need just uh just to have, you know? Yep. He's just good for the soul and he's just a really good person. No, that that's that's what you need around you, uh, especially to take the the load off when you had a big day at the track and that. Speaking of yeah, riding and, and that sort of stuff program wise for you has anything sort of changed this year you know with someone training you or off the bike stuff or is it pretty pretty similar to what you had last year no it's it's very similar to what i had this past year and i still feel the progress yes um uh, i'll tell you i think i have like 13 days on supercross now Mm -hmm. back like back on supercross and day 13 right now versus day 13 last year wow way way better Bit, oh so much better yeah. like it's i it's more so because i have uh a familiar background with supercross it's yep. not so green to me um so now i know what my weaknesses are and i can kind of focus on them more yep. than having everything get thrown at me at once and trying to figure it out later yeah um so yeah no, it's it's definitely much better now than uh, than last year. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, plans are four fifty outdoor maybe, or you're not too sure yet. Um, I mean, you had. A- I I I wish I could tell you because yeah. I, I I don't even know. Yeah, that's. Cool. I I I told David Eller, the owner. Yeah. I was like, hey, you tell me what I'm riding, and I'll ride the wheels off of it. Nice. I don't care. Nice. That's the attitude that you got to go into, and I guess as a team team owner, he would love that. Just being like, "Cool, someone here that just wants to wants to race and wants to compete well, on anything." Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I'm not I'm not bragging when I say this, but I have finally got to the point where I can earn a salary. Yes. Yep. And now that I'm getting a salary, this is what I'm paid to do. Yep. I I don't necessarily I don't see it as a job. 
But I mean, if you're telling me I'm going to race this motorcycle, okay, this is what I signed up for and we're going to do that. Nice. And I'm going to give it my absolute best effort and wherever I land is wherever I land. Nice. That's... That's what we want to see. As I said, you had a great year this year. Um, Supercross was, I think, better, you would say, but you had some issues throughout it. And then motocross, you just come in yeah. and, and done it. Like, obviously, motocross comes a lot easier to you, but are you, you know, as you said, day 13 this year is much better. But are you starting to become a Supercross guy where you're like, I can, I feel much better as a Supercross rider than, than years previous? Yeah, I prefer Supercross already. Nice. <laughs> <Over outdoors. laughs> nice. You know, like grinding those 30s or 35s, 40s. Yeah, no, nah, I like Supercross. You stay, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a pretty boy, but you definitely stay cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, uh, that's a go. Like, we talked a lot about Moto, and we, we want to get to know uh, a little bit more about you as well. Um, we sort of talked about go-to foods at the start of this. Pasta was one of them. What else do you kind of, you get into the fast food march, or you kind of try and stay away from it, or what's the, what's the cheat meal? <sighs> Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's very easy to get to the fast food route, but <laughs> but the the best thing that Tony ever told me, life is all about balance. Yep. So if you want to go to Taco Bell or Chick Fil A or Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, whatever, go ahead. <laughs> but there's always a price. Yep. So. If you do that, you got to work a little, a little bit more in the workout, and yeah, that's just that's how it is. And I, I've come to an understanding of that. And after, after uh, having to do these workouts the way I do, yep. If I eat that, I, I notice a difference now. Like, hey, I probably shouldn't have eaten that. I enjoyed it in the moment, but in the long run, it's biting me in the ass right now so we're not doing that again <laughs> stay away from that not, yeah stay away not having it what uh what part of cali are you are you in at the moment uh so i'm i'm in marietta yep marietta marietta however you want to say it. people <laughs> say it all types of different ways i'm just like i'll just say temecula because it's right next door i don't even care <laughs> you, can't, like... you can't you can't say that one wrong it's temecula yeah, right so right. That's where I'm at, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you got you got your own place there. Are you living with with somebody or? Yeah, uh, so I still live with Tony. Yep, and uh, his girlfriend is here as well with uh, the baby Ace. Yep, and you would you would never even know that Ace is here. He's, really, he, I I know he's only two, almost two and a half months old, but he's so good. Damn. I, 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 they got lucky. All right. <laughs> and uh, my other roommate, uh, Spilly, his name's Stephen Wallen. He's a downhill mountain biker for Monster KHS. Oh, really? Bicycles. Yep. Yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, our one roommate, Brock, he's moving out, unfortunately. Yep. But uh, but yeah, so we we're all here together and it's a big happy family and. It's it's a good time. You go it's a out, good household. Yeah. Do you go out mountain biking <laughs> with with him, or you stay away because he does a crazy down? Uh, heck no. I mean, I'll I'll ride the e bike with him, <laughs> but when we go down the hills, I'm like, all right, go ahead, dude. See you at the bottom. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be in your way. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go anywhere near that. Yeah, no. They're crazy. Those dudes going down the hills and dropping off the stuff they do, and you're just thinking, I wouldn't even drop that off on my moto, let alone on a mountain bike. Yeah, no, he, and he was like the 2020 national champion. Yep. Uh, for it, and the dude's got skill. Yeah. It's uh, I we see things completely different. Where yeah. if I if they see a rock, they're like, oh, hop it. Where if I see a rock, I'm like, there's no gas. Like <laughs> yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do anything. <laughs> you go to you go to pop the clutch. There's no clutch. There's no accelerator. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I go to I go to pop the clutch and it's the rear brake <laughs> or front brake however you have it set up oh dude do you so like training wise do you road cycle more than the mountain bike or what's your sort of go-to for that type of training uh 
it's more so road bike. Yep. Um, I did have a mountain bike and an e-bike, but I had to give them back yep. because we we're on the loaner program with YT. Yep. Yep. Uh, but with Phoenix, they have a deal through Specialized. Yeah. So I'm, I'm eventually gonna get an e-bike or a, a mountain bike. Um, but for right now, it's I I have my road bike and I you know what a ski urge is? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I die on that almost every day. Dude, those things so, are horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you just it's one of those things where you just wake up in the morning. And usually you'd be excited to wake up and start your day, but <laughs> when you when you know you have to start your day with that, you're like, oh. <laughs> you wake up, come on. ski ergs on the program, you're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you wake up in the morning, you're definitely not pissing excellent. <laughs> 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 love it. I love it. That's that's uh that's it. So, um moving from the east coast over to the west coast, was that like a bit of an adjustment for you to be like, well, this is like completely different than what I'm used to or had you spent a bit of time in Cali throughout um the years and when you actually moved there it was kind of somewhat normal? No, it was completely different. Yeah. Um cuz I never even been to the west coast until I practically moved out oh, here. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was out here one time beforehand for an FXR photo shoot. Yep. And Boyson. And I kind of got a little bit of taste of California. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I want to I be there. Yep. And, yeah, it, the easiest way to explain it is imagine going from, like, um, a place that's as green as, like, a golf course to Afghanistan. <laughs> Like desert, you go from yeah, straight desert, and it's just like, where did where did where did life go? It's not here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it's it's definitely different, but it's it's in a a good good way. Yeah, definitely. It, yeah, for for your career and that, that's kind of where you need yeah. to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, how did you get into? racing and riding and that sort of thing like you know what age how did you find out what the sport was like how'd you get in shoot um <laughs> let's uh i was in a diaper and my dad put me on a four wheeler and this was when i was two <laughs> yeah. and he had he put, let me go in a circle in the front yard and he had a a, a string attached to the kill switch so if i got out of hand he'd just pull the string and it would shut off <laughs> and and uh, I graduated from that, and I got onto an XR50. Yep. And I was still two at this time. Jeez. And I would chase my dad around while he was on the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. And on the on the front uh, on the front number plate, I had Mad Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, it was that's kind of where it started and my dad always rode growing up yeah yeah so and he so he rode bikes and that sort of stuff so that's yeah amazing. he he yeah. rode and he also taught uh a honda motorcycle program called nipple and it was like national youth projects something motorcycle i don't know yeah and pretty much he would take uh unprivileged kids out every saturday yeah to go ride their dirt bike and we rode in a sand pit, so sand comes to me more naturally than yep. anything. Yep. And I did that every Saturday growing up until I was like 12 years old. Jeez. And it was just one of those things where I, I saw racing on TV and I was like, I want to do that. So we started when I was like seven. Yep. And I was on a 65. And boy, let me tell you what, <laughs> I had the biggest starter blocks because my – <laughs> my little chicken legs could not touch worth a crap. Dude, I had a lowering kit and I still could not touch. Well, were you and a KDM or a Cowie? Cowie. Oh, they're even yeah, low as it is. <laughs> uh, it's, hey, hey. My my dad's 5'9 and my mom's like 5 foot 1. All right? And I, I had my mom side in me for a long time. <laughs> nice. Bit of bit of vertical challengeness there. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's it. What was how was that first race? Like getting on the star line with you, you know? Oh, I had blocks. no idea what to do. <laughs> I just I saw the gate and all the concrete start too. So you know, oh. you know, 
damn well i i was spinning i was like i almost like i i remember i came off the gate and i just shot right yeah (laughs) and bit too they did what a bit and just shot you like a cannon across oh yeah and i i didn't like going through turns with my feet on the pegs i they were those things were just dangling (laughs) (laughs) both had the rudders out yeah yeah Oh, that's it. Where whereabouts was that? Like, what track did you have that first uh, race? At? It was called. It was in Delaware. Yeah. Called uh, Blue Diamond MX Park. Still there? No. Oh, it's gone. No, it's a. Yeah, shut down because somebody sued the track, and then <laughs> they, I mean the track won, but yeah. the owner was kind of just fed up, oh, and right. then it turned into a UPS uh, shipping oh, yard. Jeez. So. <laughs> uh, that, that sucks, man. Watching those tracks, especially the ones that you grew up had your first race at, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. What? Um. So from there, like, when did you actually start doing any? Did you do any amateur nationals? Did you get your Loretta's or anything like that? Or yeah, I did. I did Loretta's like five times. Yep. Um. I never did anything spectacular. I either always blew up a bike or I always blew up a bike. Um, <laughs> yes, because kind of, kind of. That's a lot of my cards. Long trip to just blow up bikes. Hey, but you know what? This is how I see it. If there's any positive, at least I was consistent. Yeah. I guess you could take so, that out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like I definitely had some decent rides there. Uh, I just never really got to show my potential. Yep. yep. Um, either bad starts or just blew up a bike or a moto just didn't go my way. It's just kind of how Loretta's happens to people. Some people have great luck and some people just never tend to shine. And yep. Yep. That was me. Yeah. That was me. We would always go in saying, oh, yeah, we can definitely get like at least a top 10. And I'd finish like 11th yeah. or get like 13th. I'd be like, ah, oh, well, there's always next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey, and, positive out of that is look at who's shining now. This is the part where you actually get yeah. paid and you can shine now. Yeah. But, um, no, nah, I never got to live that like Loretta's yep. life, you know, like successful. Um, like when I had to go back there for the pro national in 2020 twice, <laughs> I was honestly really nervous. Yeah. I was like, Oh, are, are the demons going to haunt me again? <laughs> you got their bad vibes going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't you know, we showed up and it rained yeah. <laughs> and, but I rode very well. Yeah. And I was like, all right, okay. Like we're, we're done. We're good. Yeah. We, uh, we dusted it off. So now we can move on. Yeah. And you probably glad that you probably would never, Hopefully, never go back there for a for a pro national again. Now that uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm content. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Go away. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of like riding in that, and uh, what was sort of your favorite bike, or uh, you know, a bike that you had that you just to this day wish you still had or could get back or anything like that? Um, I actually still have it. Do you? Do you? <laughs> yeah, my buddy. Uh, one of my best friends growing up, his name's Saunders. Yep. He told me, he's like, Hey, when you're done with your super mini, I'm, I'm taking it. Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so it's still to this day. My super mini is in his basement as, uh, as the last time I wrote it. Gee. Um, and I tell you what, I still fit on that bike. And I tell you <laughs> what, I'm going to, I am going to start put oil and gas and we are going to run that thing one more time. Nice. Well, one more, we're going to run it again. Cause I still fit it. Yeah. If I still fit it, we're going to run it. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so cool seeing you like a Dana Dirt or something like that riding a super mini around. Hey, hey, don't tempt me with a good time, bro. <laughs> I want to see it. I'll, I'll be in there. I'll see it. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, the, uh, what what, what uh, super mini is it? Cow- the old legendary. No, no. Oh. We're talking 2000. I think it's a 2014. Yep. YZ one hundred and five. Oh, the YZ. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I got some. I got some blue hubs on there with the W <laughs> wheels. Mm. I tell you, and and it has a steel rear sprocket. Oh. Because we could not afford to run aluminum because we needed the steels to last longer. Okay. So. <laughs> I love it. That's funny, guys. Got to keep that steel on there. We need to get maximum hours out of this sprocket. 
Yeah, we didn't care about weight. Nah, <laughs> no weight cut. No weight cut. Well, that's cool. Uh, why is it eight? Well, why is it started as probably an eighty-five and turned into the one hundred five super mini? That's yeah. We don't yeah. have we don't have them down here. You just have eighty fives and then that's it. We don't get the the super mini class. So I remember seeing the the KX one hundreds back in the day and being like, that'd be so cool. And then by the time I was old enough to ride eighty fives and and get on that, they they got rid of that class. And I was like, damn, we had super minis for a little bit here, but. It's gone now. Yeah, dude, I was on a super mini toss, uh, just about seventeen. Jeez. Only because I fit it yeah. the whole time. Yeah, Did- I I still to this day I'm not flat foot. I'm yeah. One. Oh really? I'm I'm just past toes. <laughs> well, look, you uh, do you have the lowering stuff in the the big black like the two fifty or is it kind of still no. No, nah. no, we just we just run what we brung. <laughs> <laughs> Get those big blocks back out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Go. What's uh? What about favorite track for you? Have you got a a track that's a a favorite pro track, a local track? You know, the sandpit you grew up in. Is there something? Um, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Redbud and Unadilla. Yeah. Um. Redbud, just because the fans yes. and the the tracks is fun. Yep. Um, Unadilla, it's just iconic. It's like one of the most iconic tracks yeah. uh, in the Northeast, and I enjoy that track a lot. Um, that place and I, it's a bittersweet because that's where I got hurt in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but because c- I made my first pro national there. Yeah. Yep. And. Yeah, and then I ended up getting hurt, and I was like, but it's still one of my favorite places. So, um, yeah, no, it's definitely Red Bud and Unadilla. Unadilla. For sure. Is is Bud's, Bud's considered your – what's the closest track? Oh, yeah, that's the that's the most local, yes. Yeah, yeah, Bud's. but you don't have a <laughs> love-hate relationship with that place as well? Or? No, no, it's it, – it's, Bud's is good. Yeah. It's good. Um, I think it's not as special because I, I went there so much. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, it, it's definitely one of my favorites. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But as something that as a track that actually means something to me, it's definitely Red Bud and uh, Unadilla. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then, no. What about like growing up? Was there a favorite track that you just had like when you were younger that you went to all the time? Local stuff or anything like that? Or uh, yeah. It's called Snake Creek yep. MX. Is it sand track? Um, kind of, yeah. 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 Uh, it was 15 minutes away from me, and it's still open to this day. Really? Um, yeah, and that that that's my stomping grounds. I was there every weekend, Just... from 85s to practically when I turned pro. Yeah, like it was that was my spot. Um, even even Tony. Like when he was racing pro, yep. he hated coming to Snake Creek because I'd be on my 85 and I would give him a run for his money. <laughs> and it's just because I, I knew that track. Yeah. But like I could close my eyes and ride that place. And when I say give him a run for his money, I really wasn't on his butt, but he could definitely hear me yeah. running around that place. And he was like, no, no, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> Oh, dude, that that's cool having, you know, that is still there too because as you said, like a lot of tracks disappear and those sorts of things and go away and it's cool that it's still there. Have you been back there lately and ridden or? Uh, yeah, I, that's actually where I rode when I uh, flew home. Okay, yep. Uh, yeah, I, the la- I haven't, when I rode there, when I flew home, uh, the last time I rode there was literally like three and a half, four years ago. Okay. So that was, that was very special to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, was it the same? Is it the same old track that you remember, or are they? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> no changes. Yep. No, no. And I was like, I'm back. Ricky's <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> that's the go. Uh, look, man, I'll take up a little bit more of your time if that's okay, and then we're gonna let you go. You're you're probably starving for some dinner right now. Um, yeah. This year, what uh, what sort of goals you got in in mind for? Uh, Supercross and and well, we don't know where you go on motocross, but for Supercross first. Yeah, for Supercross, I'm I'm gonna be 100 percent real with you and keep it very realistic. Yep. Uh, I would like to do a bit better than what I did this past year. Yep. Um, 
I still have some improving to do. Um, but I would definitely like to get a top five. Yep. Uh, and if I can get a top five, be consistent up there and maybe even shoot for a podium. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I say shoot for a podium is because I almost did in Daytona yes. last year. Yeah. And that was, that was crazy. I don't even know how that happened, but I was just kind of on that night and I got, I simply got tired cause I've never been in that position. And, yeah. Um, there's no excuses. It's just, I was new and yeah, it just kind of happened. But, yeah. uh, I feel that I've learned a lot. So if I'm in the position, the podium, I feel like I can. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to be real with you and say, I'd like to get a top five yep. and be in that five to seven, maybe eight range, you know, mm-hmm. keep it, keep it consistent and just keep moving along. Um, and obviously get through the season healthy and, uh, just have a good time. Yeah, for that's sure. I, I I literally want to have a blast doing what I'm doing and finish up there with the boys with a smile on my face. That's that's my biggest goal. Nice, I so, like that. I like that. Are you going to be at Anaheim one or you going to have a look? Uh, so I I may be at Anaheim one. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, to watch. Yes, I, yep. I'm not I'm not sure. Um, we'll see. But I definitely would like to be there because I've never been to Anaheim. Oh, really? In I've never been, Jeez. and if I if I'm gonna go, I want to go to A1 because yeah. I want to see what all the hype's about. I mean, it's probably a little bit more than what it's really supposed to be, but you know what? I want to be there for the experience. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you, you you'll have to come. It's uh, uh, Nick and I are coming over. It's my first time ever in in the states and at, at Anaheim as well. So, oh, we, oh, we're, I'll see you there. there come on, pal. Easy. There. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock yeah it we'll in. go get some funnel cake, and we'll not tell anybody because I'll probably get hollered <laughs> after eating that. So, <laughs> I eat what I want. I'll I'll do it. I'll just pretend it's mine. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna take a bite. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'm not. I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, that'd be cool to, to see you there, catch up with you there in uh, in real life. Um, one question Nick's asked on the previous ones, and I'm going to continue the trend here, but what about winners for Anaheim 250-450 class? Uh, as a fan of the sport, who do you think is going to win or who would you like to see win both classes? Hmm. Good question. Winner for... <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it is. Uh, winner for A1, 450. Yep. Can you go past Barsha at this point? <laughs> I think everyone's picked Barsha just like No, so I, I, I do want to say Barsha because that's – I'm a huge Barsha fan. Yep. But – Being a Northeast um, guy, that's pretty if, – <laughs> if it, it, How about this? I'm not going to pick. All but right. if it's not Barsha, Ferrandis. Ferrandis. My guy is on uh, is on my program. Uh, I don't think I don't think Ferrandis is gonna win a one, but I believe Ferrandis is gonna be. I good mean, this year. I, he's gonna be good. Yeah. He might he might be uh, carrying some momentum. Yes, as we go along. Yeah, but if it's not him, I would love I would love to see AP. Oh yeah, just c- come out. Yes, just new team, new program. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's a dream. Two fifties. Yeah. Um. See, I don't even know who's on what coast. Yeah, but yeah, but if let's just say if everybody was on, right? Yep. Um, I would, I would love to see Fortner Fortner. go for it. Yeah, yeah, because he he has the intensity. Yes. Uh, And if it's not him, I'm, I'm a I'm a Lawrence fan. Either Hunter or Jet. Yeah. But either one. It's uh, they're both incredible riders. They have tons of talent. They're so smooth, and I feel like that's what A one's about. Yes. It's just being smooth and getting through the night. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably have if if Jet's on West. Yep. Um, Jet. For sure. Yeah, you got to think. You got to think. Jet's gonna go west unless an, an injury happens. You'd imagine Jet would be west and and Hunter would be east. But be interesting to see because there's gonna be there's so many different ways that this could work out. As you would know, and being around it, like there's so the the teams have got so so much talent at the top end of the of the class that they've got to try and figure it figure it yeah. out. Like it, you know, who's got but, the best chance? 
let's let's i i'm not gonna say hate to say it but the uh you cannot go wrong with picking any any of the star boys yes (laughs) well have you ridden a yamaha before have you seen what like disadvantage it is I rode one in 2019. Yeah. And those things are barking. Yes. Like, you know when a Yamaha's behind you because it's so throaty. Yeah. You're just like, it. I don't know what it's like to be on top of one, yeah. but to be, to have one behind you, it literally sounds like it's going to blow your doors <laughs> off. Yeah, I I, uh, I rode one the other day, and that's it's the sucking noise that gets me from their airbox being underneath yeah, the front. Yeah, the throttle, oh, the throttle body. Yeah, just you can hear it just sucking away, and it, it's a weirder sound. But uh, I mean, those bikes would be completely different anything uh, ever. But good picks. I'll I'll go with those picks. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, a lot of hype around the 22 season, and it's going to be good to see you come out uh, round number one East Coast and and put a hopefully put a hurting on the field mate that'd be what we're uh we're, we're banking on a bit of cody shock up front would be cool hey hey we're we're gonna do what we can I tell you what we're just gonna we're gonna show up we're gonna drop the gate we're gonna go wide open and <laughs> make might throw a butt whip for you and oh, just keep it clean keep it keep it clean throw butt whips um keep it up but dude Appreciate you giving us the time. I uh, said you need to go and have some dinner. I'm not going to be the reason that you you're hangry walking around. <laughs> uh, get some, get another dose of pasta into you for the night. And go and have another All sleep. Right. All right. <laughs> um, but do appreciate the time, and hopefully we can catch up in Anaheim one. Yeah. No. Uh, thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure, and uh, yeah, it's always it's always great talking to you. So. Uh, yeah, no, I look forward to seeing you and let's let's have a good time. Awesome so. job. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Later.